love you. Welcome back to the Couch Potatoes. You're greeted beautifully by my dog with her squeaky toy. She's so excited to have you here. There's plenty of room on the couch next to her if she's willing to share it. I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. And I am the Faceless Leon. Welcome back to Green and Faceless on the Couch, a podcast about movies and TV. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, it's also. The Potato Pick! It is a a monthly episode, special episode, that we do for our lovely patrons who participate at patreon.com slash greeninflaces. Can you say that correctly for me? (laughs) Uh, Patreon.com slash green and faceless. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it is also the uh, the first fresh episode of the year. We had a, uh, a refresh recap of last year to start this new year. Yeah, um, last week. We uh, hopefully, you kept, caught that. If you were interested in hearing our thoughts on the best yeah. of yeah, uh, twenty twenty three pickings, surprises in there because my there are. list, yeah, my list honestly is pretty fucking trimmed. Down to the actual oh. things that I watched that were from yeah. last year. Yeah, your your list was a lot of uh, stuff that I hadn't either. Um, I mean, a lot of a lot of things I had heard you talk about, but a lot of when it came to the movies, it was a lot of stuff I hadn't right. heard or haven't watched. Right. Um, a lot of uh, a couple TV shows too. I was just like, ooh. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know what those were, check the fucking episode out. All you gotta do is you know look us up wherever you caught this episode. You know. But right. do that after we talk about what we're talking about today, because you're definitely going to want to hear what our it. patron gave us today. You're going to um, It is, yeah, our top patron, Delma, yet again, got we the victory. Um, if you're tired of hearing uh, Delma winning all this time, just head to patreon.com, like we That's said, right. you know, Patreon. challenge her. She's on a high horse here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, she's on a high horse. She's she's victorious. On a high horse? You know, I don't know. You know, I feel like there's some kind of uh condemnation uh, attached to that to that. That's fair. That That's phrase. fair. She's not gloating. She's she's just she's on top of the hill. She's on top yeah, of the she's hill. Winning. She is yeah. the queen of said hill. And uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Queen of the wanna, couch. You wanna kick her off? Yeah. Just let us know. But We're talk- maybe you don't want to kick her off because she's starting to torture us a little bit, uh, uh- <laughs> as we're going to talk about today. Well, we're talking about dogs today, and I think we talked about dogs. dogs. I feel like we talk a lot about dogs a lot here recently, and that's all right. Yeah, I feel like we have. Yeah. It is okay. Um, yeah. I do like dogs. We talked about pigs once. Yeah. We did talk about pigs, but that was that was a bit back. Um, yeah. 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 Sheep herding pigs. Sheep herding one particular, played by mm-hmm. several. And Gordy. And we didn't watch that, though. We didn't talk Gordy. She yeah. wanted us to watch that, I think, too. I think that, I think it was supposed to be yeah. Babe, Babe 2, and Gordy. And I was like, no, no, Why you, Gordy told me, you told me it was Babe <laughs> and Gordy. And you're like, Can... no, no, it was Babe oh, 2. Yeah. 
and Gordy. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And no babe or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Oh my god. She's torturing us now, uh, though. She yeah. really is. Uh she's reaching back to a childhood, not so classic, but it was there in the childhood. Uh, it, um, it was a classic. Don't stop. It, it was there. It was there <laughs> in the childhood. It wasn't that classic. I remember we watched it. My brother and I, I mean the family definitely it's still watched going. it. It's still going. It? How can you say it's not classic? It's still going. Let's see. It does have a franchise. It does have a franchise. That is true. And it launched the career of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He had a less than three-second performance in this movie, and it was <laughs> phenomenal. I don't even remember. <laughs> and nor should you. He was a boy. I found this out after the fact because I saw he was listed in the Wikipedia casting as, a, you know, Joseph Gordon-Levitt as one of Ted's schoolmates. And I was like, what in the fuck? And I looked into it. He's literally just a boy wearing a green jacket standing at the bus stop while Ted is hiding. You don't even see his face, I don't think. He's just like, his back <laughs> is to the camera. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's is, that is. Like, it, it, he's not there. But he's listed in the casting credits here. He was that important. Uh... All right, well, um... Ridiculous. That is ridiculous. He... Did you find how many Maybe how many he's in one of these later launched. movies, though. It's very possible. Um, it, it does not look like they, they have done any too recently, but the franchise did extend into 2014. Jesus when, Christ, When eight, they did movies. Beethoven's Treasure Tale. <laughs> Hell yeah. That sounds I fascinating. Think, There's also a TV show. My goodness. There is a TV show. That's that's pretty funny. Um There's a dumb man. So there <laughs> There are eight films, right? Eight uh, eight sad films. There are eight playlist. Sad films, and I'm gonna say right here, right now, if you go down to patreon.com slash green and faceless for a limited time. We will let you pick a playlist that yeah, we do. And you fair. can make us that's watch fair. the eight films that are in this franchise if you wish. Yeah, I'll we can do make it. That a, a, a certain tier, maybe? Or or just in general? What are we gonna... Just in we'll general. Talk it. For we'll, a we'll limited time. It. For a limited time. Yeah. 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 We'll figure out more details we'll to out. come. This is yeah. the first time that the green traveler has heard about this so <laughs> we'll i'm see. interested though don't don't get don't get me wrong uh but with this first one we have john hughes <coughs> writing uh beethoven i never knew it was john hughes because he went by a pseudonym he went by the name edmund dantes oh do you recognize the name edmund dantes uh it um reminds me of something the three musketeers it is the name of Dante's character in D'Artagnan. Wait, one of the... It, it's one of the Three Musketeers things. It's, um... Is he one of the Three Musketeers? Hold on, I'm looking into it. Things we thought oh, we oh, knew. Oh, I got, I got the wrong... I have the right author. I have the wrong story. Oh, it's story. The, it's the Count of Monte Cristo. Oh. It's the Count of Monte Cristo. Oh. Yes. I've read a lot of Dumas. Um, he is very fascinating, but at the same time, I am almost 
bored by older English prose, but I, I really try. I really do try. I'm very bored, yeah. though. Yeah. It's sad. I'm sorry. Hey, maybe you would have <laughs> liked the original French better. Maybe. But but John Hughes is uh is is so embarrassed by his uh script that he went through a pseudonym. I don't know if that was the real reason, honestly. It's just he you know, he he did not add his name to it. He wrote it under a pseudonym. Who knows why? It's it, well, maybe maybe there's an explanation. I did not research it because I didn't fucking care. <laughs> um it's not that bad, though. Honestly, it's not that no, bad. It's but not. it's about um, two people, Stanley Tucci and Oliver Platt. Um, <laughs> the Tooch. <laughs> the Tooch, man. I, I didn't even realize it was him until oh until God. I rewatched it. Oh so funny. God, he plays yeah. Vernon, and Oliver Platt plays Harvey. They're two criminals um, mm-hmm. who break into a uh, a pet store to to steal pets for somebody. Um, and in the together. process, what what was that? I love them together. I I I do. Yeah, I yeah. would love to see them do something together. Now that would be yeah. lovely. Yeah. The main reason I got tripped up is Oliver Platt is in the Three Musketeers yeah. movie. Um, <laughs> he plays one of the Three yes, Musketeers. Yes. Um, and uh, I um I always make the joke because he looks like one of our patrons, Gage. Um, Gage. In my opinion, and Oliver Platt <laughs> are very similar looking, like him, but not that much. <laughs> not that much. There's some photos though, and one of them is is a is a uh, Three Musketeer production uh, photo. Yeah, I'll show it to you sometime. It's where he has a beard, and if Gage were to grow a beard, it's 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 a match. I'm telling you. But anyways, they're criminals, Harvey and Vernon. Uh, uh, Platt and Tooch, and <laughs> the Tooch, and they they break into this pet store to steal pets for a doctor. Um, you'll find that out later. I'll go into it more later. Um, but in the process, uh, uh, Saint Bernard gets free. Yes, he he runs away um, along with Sleeps another dog. In the trash. Uh, uh, yeah, what was the I other dog? Did, I don't know that we. I, I think it ends up being Sparky. At the end, but that's it at is, the yeah, very, yeah. very end of the movie that gets called that. But what is what kind, what is that kind of dog? Oh, uh, I, I don't know. It's some of, kind of terrier, I think. I don't know. I get you're right. It don't matter. I I want to say Jack Russell Terrier, but the the face looks too thin for me. I don't know. I right. Don't know all the dogs everybody's gonna stuff. attack us in the comments or kind of call yeah, us. But you know, dog, what? dog idiots. breeds. They're the whoever bred them are the idiots. So they're. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. There you go. Amen. Amen. You're right. Uh, but Beethoven, unnamed at this moment, St. Bernard puppy, he, he meanders around until he finds his way into uh, the home of the Newtons. That's their name. The Newtons. The Classic Newtons. American family. Um, you have to wonder why George and Alice Newton got together. Um, at all, uh, because George yeah, is a complete like asshole. He had to be more interesting in college, like <laughs> so. I, I will say something that made this character make so much more sense to me. Yeah, and it was it was originally supposed to be Steve Martin. Oh yeah, Steve and the character made so much more sense. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah, Steve could Because do it's that. like there's there's so much anger in George. His world is flipped turned upside down yeah. when uh Beethoven enters his life because he doesn't want a dog. He no. like he 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 describes him and his family as goldfish people. They they are the type of family that have goldfish. They they don't have puppies and and animals that can destroy the house and and make messes and and bark all fucking night and you have to walk them all the damn day and and that's what he's really worried about is his kid the kids really want this new dog that wandered in off the street but he's worried because he knows he's gonna have to take care of the damn thing yeah because they're not gonna do the fucking job (laughs) (laughs) uh but he's so like it's just that he's so anal retentive like he he likes his life going a certain way, and yeah. um, and I don't I don't mind Charles Gordon in the role, but I think it's probably because I am very familiar with the second movie, which he is also the father in same family, um, and everything. Not it's not oh, for cool. the entire series. It's not the same family for the entire series. I don't I don't remember ever watching beyond this first one. I only watched the first two, as far as I know. As soon as I knew that they changed a the family, I was like, no. Why would you do that? <laughs> um, Not interested. <laughs> but he's a lot nicer in the second movie, to, to be to That's good. frank. In this movie, he, he is a, a pretty grouchy guy, and kind of reminds me of a character in the next movie, a little bit. But he actually has a heart. (laughs) This character does. This character does. George George does. does. Character in the next movie does not. No. No, he's the worst. All he has is a penis, which is very well established. Yes. Okay. George uh, finally agrees to let them keep the dog because he can't break his kids' hearts. Let's talk about the kids real quick. We got Rice, Ted... And is it Emily, the the youngest? Emily, yeah, yeah. Um, Played by Nicole Tom, Christopher Castile, and Sarah Rose Carr, respectively. Thank you. Now let's focus. Let's focus specifically on the name Rice. Yeah. R Y C E Rice. Yeah. If you're gonna name your kid after a grain, I. Yeah. You're a dick. (laughs) 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 You're an instant dick. That's an awful name, Rice. Uh, I hate yeah, it. I don't know. I hate it. Uh, yeah, I'm not a fan either, but I'm I'm guessing that there's like, precedent somewhere for this name. Whenever you're naming it your kids, like, like whenever, a, it seems more like a, a a boy name to me, though. And you know, it doesn't matter. We're in the 21st century. It, it doesn't matter. It can be yeah. You, it, it can be either or. Whatever. It don't matter to me. But my issue is like you have to think of all the situations your kid's gonna have to be in. And one specific scenario that's going to come up for every single kid is getting their name called in class. Yeah. Now, with this name, you're looking at R-Y-C-E. Mm-hmm. Every single teacher is either going to go Reese or Rice. You're setting your kid up for 10 to 12 plus years of having to correct people on how their fucking name is pronounced. That is, that is so true. goddamn annoying. But at least... They didn't name her Figgy, you know. 
That would God, be pretty bad. Biggie Newton would have been <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> that would have been A plus tier naming right there. And you know, like, like okay, I, you know where I thought you were going with it though. I thought you were gonna say think Trisha. It, when think about when she gets married and takes her husband's name, she could end up being rice pudding. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was being serious, but like at the same time, you're totally correct. Yes. Like she could be any awful name that she could find, you know. There's yeah. there's some whew, It could be bad, man. Rice Krispies. <sighs> Rice Krispies. <clears throat> but no, the kids, they fall in love with the dog. They also do not take care of the dog that well. It does kind of fall into George's domain, it, it uh, does, which is kind of hilarious. But it, it, to be honest, Beethoven kind of takes care of himself. <laughs> yeah, he, he becomes a big boy, there, which, there is you know, nothing, St. Bernard's do. There is nothing that he wants to do that he can't, because he'll figure yeah. out how to do it. He's got a He's hole smart. in the bottom of his kennel, just right in the back, right where nobody can <laughs> see it. And every morning after George locks him up, Beethoven crawls out of the hole, and he just goes through <laughs> the town, and he eats all yeah. fucking day. And there's even a fucking and montage of them bringing in Imes from outside, yeah. <laughs> like just one bag bigger, each of the kids. Until uh, he brings in like one that's like the size of three bodies is fucking yeah, it's ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah, this dog eats nonstop. But one and during that montage, he also feeds Sparky. Beethoven does. He um, he specifically goes out and grabs food for Sparky so Sparky can eat. Like so, he's taking care of even other dogs, other strays, if you will. Yeah, and they don't Um, drink trash water. They do not drink tra- the trash water, no, or piss on each other. <laughs> oh uh, boy! <laughs> but <laughs> but the problem is, you know, George still doesn't like this dog, even though his kids are loving it. Um, but the dog is doing so many amazing things. It helps the older daughter Rice talk to a boy she has a crush on. Um, it helps Ted fight his bullies. You know, it scares yeah. his bullies off, so Ted feels like, you know, he's big and tough. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> it, and it saves little... in front of them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. He, he pulls a Peter Parker where he's like, I'm yeah. so fucking mm. bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. And then it saves Emily from uh, from being drowned. You know, Emily yeah. falls in a pool and almost drowns, and Beethoven saves her. It even saves George um, from making a very bad business deal. That's right. Um uh, David Duchovny and uh, uh, was it Patricia Mulder. Heaton as Brie? Yeah, Brie Wilson. Yeah, it yeah. was Patricia. David Duchovny Heaton. as Brad and Patricia as Brie. Yeah, they're they're these awful um, rich individuals who come in and try Everybody to. Buddy loves Raymond. That's what it was. Yes. Oh my God, you're right. She's the mom. <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize that. I, I knew it. I knew I recognized that name. But no, David David Duchovny, classic uh, '90s asshole. He does a great job here, yes. um, as being this this skeevy rich guy who's coming in trying to swipe uh, George's um, car air freshener business. <laughs> George George has a great yes. great business that produces air fresheners. He does, but it's small. It's, it's a small business, and though. he wants to to branch out. And yeah. Alice is like, I don't know. 
I don't know. Did we <laughs> mention that Bonnie Hunt plays Alice? Everybody. No, wrong. we didn't. We're awful like I mean, this. it's it's yeah, between Bonnie her Hunt. and Jan, uh, Gina Davis. I feel like for everybody's mom. I guess Sally Field has got to be put in there, but now it's everybody's grandma. Yeah, right. <laughs> there is a huge age or difference. Or Aunt May. <laughs> right. There is a huge age difference, though, between Bonnie Hutt and Charles Grodin, which is a little weird, like, because it's kind of felt like, I don't know, he, he definitely looks way older than she does in this. <laughs> really? Which isn't bad. Like, I guess it's... I thought so. Like, but like, it, I guess it wouldn't be too bad, even if it was Steve Martin. Right. Like, he obviously like always looks older than he is. Oh, between I don't for some reason I thought you were talking about David and Patricia, but you're talking about Charles and Bonnie. No, I even said their names. You did, you did, but I, you know, they, <laughs> there was a hair on my keyboard, and I had to deal. With that. <laughs> It just had to be getting rid of it. <laughs> oh, I understand. I understand that completely. <laughs> but no, like, uh, George eventually uh, um, decides that his dog has to be, you know, Beethoven has to be taken to the vet. You know, this shit has to be corralled. He's got to he's gotta get this this under control. Yeah, I thought um, it was just vet, to, to update the, the shots, actually. I thought it was maybe. Yeah, I don't think he don't had remember, any man. real intention besides that. You know, he should have his shots updated, and right, the vet is just. I was just trying to roll it back. I into know, the but yeah, I, and I'm just, and I'm, and I'm just trying to help us <laughs> not just be criticized. Anyhow, Dr. Varnick, Dean Jones, <laughs> is um, he, he is also a very unethical uh, scientist man in the background, yeah. and he likes to test uh, chemicals on puppies, and yes. uh, also he's been tasked by somebody to test- uh, uh, Ammunitions company. An ammunitions company to test a new hollow point- bullet and they have specifically requested that it be tested in some big dogs like saint bernard's great danes and the like and you know specifically mm-hmm. said saint bernard's so he is on the lookout at his clinic for these big dogs and he tells the newtons well specifically george in private hey there's a big problem with these dogs. Like it, it's mm-hmm. part of their breeding. They'll just snap, and once they do, they, they go don't crazy, turn back. Man. They don't turn back. They might I seem them... like the beautiful, most <laughs> calm yeah. creature imaginable. Yeah, but they'll go crazy. He said, "I have to put. I've had to put down six of these animals in many months, or something like that." And uh, yeah, so yeah, he's a That's real sleaze ball. And yeah, and you even find out that he is the uh, the guy who hired Harvey and Vernon at the beginning. Yes, that is right. Um, he's, and he he's does so again. Like a bad guy in Smoke and Mirrors in the beginning yeah. of that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of fog, like a fog machine yeah. behind him and everything. It's good stuff. It's very classic '90s like villain stuff. Yeah, uh, it's pretty good. Um, especially like kid movie villains for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he gives them just a warning at first, 
Yeah. But then later on in the movie, he comes over to the house to do a follow-up check. Mm-hmm. And while he's there, he uh, pours blood on himself. While he's alone with Beethoven, that is. Right. He pours blood on himself and then punches Beethoven. Yeah. So that Beethoven instinctively, you know, protects himself to attack. Right, right. Um, and so, you know, this leaves George to believe that Beethoven's finally snapped. He's right. gone crazy. Yeah. Just like the doctor said he would. Um, and the doctor also tells him that, you know, law requires Beethoven be put down. Yeah. And, uh, that leads to a, a, uh, a crazy, um, third act. Which will That will leave for you. you. That's yeah. right. So, closing statements. Um, yeah. I, I think the movie, you know, it, it holds up as a kid movie pretty well. It's got that nostalgic '90s feel, and uh, I give it a full face. That I don't know if there's much more to say about it. I think that if we were to do a playlist of this in the future, that the second oh, movie, God. I do think that I would like the second movie more. And I'm not sure if it will be purely by nostalgia or not. It's been a long time since I watched it. Yeah, that, We've watched that movie I don't a lot in my household for some reason. <laughs> See, it's very possible we did too, and like maybe if we were to watch it, I'd be like, "Oh my god!" Like it would awaken memories. But I remember this one. There's a lot of this one that I remembered, and and I agree with you. It held up. Um, yeah. I was I was hesitant at first. I was not looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like these types of movies. I don't like movies that are so easily established to pull heartstrings without doing anything at all except showing a dog yeah um (laughs) because like you know there's so much you can do there that like it could affect me all right Um, but listen thankfully the dog fed the other dog the dog fed the other dog like the the way this movie pulls the heartstrings is in a good way okay there's no there's no violent well there is violence i did mention that he punched Beethoven, but that's about the extent of dog violence in this. Is that, and you don't even see that on camera. He's a pretty Um, big dog. I think he he is a pretty big dog. For two walks, don't walk. But no, I I think it. (laughs) But no, I think I think it held up. I think it's uh, it's fine. It was funny. Um, Obviously, it's not the best John Hughes movie. I don't understand why he went by a pseudonym. I'm in. I'm maybe I'll look into it. But like. It's it's not that bad of a movie. I don't think he would have done it out of embarrassment. Maybe it was just to, you know what might to... have happened. They maybe this other credit here, Amy Holden Jones. Maybe they they were in charge of writing this script, and the producers decided they didn't like it and wanted John Hughes to 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 do something with it, and he didn't want um to you know stamp his name all over her story or something yeah. like that that's honestly like maybe maybe he didn't want to yeah. over overshadow somebody else's story yeah but like it, and it is funny there are moments where i laughed i think it definitely would have worked better if there was if it was steve martin instead of charles groden which no offense to that guy he does a great <laughs> job but he does a great um, job but i could see how this script would work really well with that yeah that later um Steve Martin, um, which I guess is like the '90s era. Steve Martin, yeah, yeah, classic. Like during his during his his prime, 
like it would definitely have worked you know but um yeah. no i give it i give it two and a half stars i think it's it's a fine family film it's funny um but nothing special you know <laughs> so uh yeah what what, what nothing you, like how many this stars next movie how many stars two and a half two and a half that's not bad right down the middle yeah uh yeah okay fine we are gonna take a soda pop break and that'll be yeah. good and and then we're gonna come back with uh with something special something special indeed something, something special some indeed. something very special we'll be right back oh god i love you wow will ferrell uh, here we are will forte too yeah all the wills <laughs> Okay, so brand new movie, uh, well, last year, I Fuck guess, us. Uh, but this is our first full episode this year, uh, it's Strays, Strays, written by, mm. yep. jo- directed by Josh Greenbaum, rather, written yep. by yep. Yep. Dan Peralt, 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 I don't Ferrell. know them that much plays a dog most people right. play a dog in this you know i will say before we before we dive too in i will say i when i saw this movie was coming out uh, last year i said to myself i was gonna avoid it in the theaters i was mm-hmm. like nope not gonna see this it looks stupid mm-hmm. um and i saw the producers and two of the producers were phil lord and christopher miller and they are respectable they did the the Spider Man into the Spider Verse, uh, across Spider Verse, the Lego Movie. Okay. Like they they have they have a good production, you know, under their belt. Yeah, and also they have more creative control over the movies that I just mentioned. But they at least produced this, so I thought maybe it's not going to be that bad. You know, some you know, our, yeah. my mom recommended it. Mm-hmm. I don't think she's seen this movie. I think she just saw that it was recent <laughs> and was oh, like, maybe. "This will be funny." <laughs> um, and and we we got to watch it together. You know, you and I did. We were yeah. like, "We're gonna have a watch party. We're gonna and, get together and, we and really watch this." Did and, have a good time to give, and we did have a good time. That is movie. true. I'm uh, just saying. Before we started, I was looking forward to this. I had high hopes. You know, it had it had Christopher Miller, Phil or Phil 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 Lord, Christopher Miller, and, and and when you and I were together with your wife, everything seemed like it was going to be a wonderful, lovely little time. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ! I remember, <laughs> I remember. So okay, just to like say that we're in the pitch room for this movie, right? Mm, I yeah, come yeah, up yeah. to you and I say. We want to make a movie, a dog movie, uh-huh. where the okay, dogs like speak, and okay. it's rated R. That could work. That could work. I could, you know? Hold on a second. When you say no, rated that's R. It. Wh- that's it. That's it. They're not going to tell me anymore then, huh? No. I, like, I, I'm, as the producer here in this pitch room, I'm a little worried because it should be. it's a great idea it could be funny it could be funny if it it's like be. just language humor because the dogs are speaking and that's what it is but i'm a little It'll worried be everything you think it will be 
And that's not a good thing, because I'm thinking rated R with dogs, which means a lot of sex stuff. There will be that, but not not as much as you might think, but there will be that. Both of those things. I'm canceling. I'm canceling the movie. <laughs> well, well, that's how it should have gone. We'll bring it to Warner <laughs> Brothers. Who made this movie? Actually? That's how this should have gone. It should have gotten <laughs> shot down. It should have. It should have seriously gotten shot down because one, this kind of story's been done before. Homer Bound, like any any movie, Cats versus Dogs. I mean, it is we rated our Homer Bound. Yeah, like, we we get it. We fucking get it. You know, you can make dogs look like they're talking. Ha ha, it's funny. Um, <laughs> and sometimes it can look good. Uh, most times it doesn't. Most no, times it I looks dumb as fuck. And, uh, and here it really looks stupid. It looks like it looks like you're looking at a real dog, but it's got a fake mouth, and it's like the it's like the little robot mouth, like... Yeah, yeah, and it's not like, that well-timed. Oh yeah. my god, no, it's yeah. so stupid. Like... I, I I don't know. It, 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 it was just we, dumb. I, Everything okay. about this movie what? is dumb. Here's my experience with it, though. We're sitting there, and you know, I was not really looking forward to it because I'm That's not fair. that into Will Ferrell's humor. And honestly, this wasn't that that bad for me. For the Will me Ferrell. neither. For the Will Ferrell factor, it wasn't that bad. There's as long as you're not seeing him, no about. offense to him, but as long as you're not seeing him, he's not he's not awful. He's still <laughs> yeah, screaming he's a, a lot, and that's my actor. I think he is yeah. a good voice actor, though. Yeah, that's my problem with him, though. Is like I can't stand his 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 volume of comedy. Yeah, you know, yeah. because he's he's very much like that. That loud, loud is, is funny, funny, and I don't and I don't like agree it. with that. Yeah, like that's not funny to me. Yeah, like. And, and, but there's not a lot of that in this. A lot of the jokes in this are right. more dog related. Yeah, like it's, it's a lot of dog plays. puns. It's a lot of dog perspective jokes, and you know, yeah, it, it's yeah. so for that reason, it made me laugh quite often, actually. But the, occasionally, the, yeah. Uh, and and you know, we were both laughing <laughs> at the beginning of it, and some of the jokes were stupid, uh, and still making yeah. me laugh. And and then I look over at you and I say to you and Sarah, I I mean I'm enjoying it so far, but I just know that there's gonna be poop jokes. And I'm not mm-hmm. looking forward to that, and most certainly yep. there are some poop jokes, and that's yeah, it. It 100% devolved into potty humor. Oh, and uh, just constantly, it never got out of it for me. For yeah. me, it never, it never climbed back out well, of that Well, let's talk about nastiness. the story, though. Yeah, it didn't. No, definitely. Though that last scene with Will Forte, though, I, I did, I did kind of enjoy that. Not. The I enjoyed it until in that the it's a man part. getting his just desserts. Yeah, until the poop, poop part. I didn't like. I, I didn't like the poop part. That's bad. That's fair. Yeah. Anyhow, yeah. Reggie is a dog. He's a little scraggly dog, and a border um, terrier. He gets picked up by uh, Doug and his lady friend, who I don't remember her name. And uh, when they break up, because Doug's a bastard, uh, he is like, "I'm keeping the dog," and she's like, "You don't even fucking like dogs." 
And it's true. He doesn't. He, in fact, hates Reggie. And He really does. Yeah. And he starts playing this game from Reggie's perspective. This game called Fetch and Fuck. And it's not <laughs> bestiality. Um, thank God. Thank God. But, Red, w- excuse me, Doug, played by Will Forte, drives him out far from their home and then throws his tennis ball and then drives back home. And Reggie finds his way home. Yeah. And uh, when Reggie gets home, yeah, Doug says, fuck. Yeah. And that's how Reggie knows he's won the game. That's right. That's right. Yeah, because that's that's the, the name Fetch and Fuck. Fetch and Fuck. <laughs> One time, Doug drives him out for three hours and drops him oh, off. Gosh. And he's like, I don't know if he starts in the city or not, but he winds up in the city and he meets this English uh, French bulldog. I'm pretty sure he's a French bulldog, but he's that kind of look. Uh, pug. Excuse me, Bug, played by <laughs> Jamie Fox. Yeah. And uh, they become best friends, and that's kind of what the story's about. And they, yeah. they form this little friendship group with Maggie, uh, played by Isla Fisher. Is it Isla? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Uh, and Who's Randall an Park. Australian Shepherd. Yes, uh, yeah, or a really long-haired one. They they called her an Australian yeah. Shepherd, but I don't I don't think that's what Australian Shepherds look like. I thought it was a collie, yeah. I don't think so either, but that's that's kind of what the because my dog is Australian Shepherd Husky. Yeah, and uh, there are some similarities, but she definitely felt more the the Maggie character definitely looked more collie-ish. Yeah, um, that, I, I think know. so too. But there was a joke about her, but, but she has an Australian accent. That's the joke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's that's the that's the low humor they have for this. This yes, it's like she's an Australian Shepherd because she speaks Australian. Maybe I just don't know. What Even though she also like, she only understands thirty two human words, and yet they're all speaking in English telepathically. <laughs> they're don't barking at each other. They're barking at each other and using body language. It is just translated for us right. for the sake of the right. film. God. And their mouths are moving for us. That's right. <laughs> um, Hunter is played by Randall Park, and he makes the last of the quartet. And he is this, um, I, I, I think he's... The best character. I, I think he's a, either he's either some great kind Dan. of hound or a great Dane. If he's a great Dane, doesn't have his ears cropped, and that's that's fine. They shouldn't do that. But he is also um, a, a a service dog, a therapy dog for people yeah. in hospice care, I guess. And and he has anxiety. He has anxiety. and wears a cone because it's, it makes him feel it's adorable. Safe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> My dog went through that period in her life. She she wore a cone for almost a year and a half, Aww. and then eventually, I finally was able to wean her off of it, and it was wonderful. That's she's good. no longer scared. That's good. She's a good dog, Zelda. She is a good dog. These she wasn't dogs... like that that bad. She she was able to. 
to be coneless at home. It was just that if I ever had to leave, I had to put her in a cone because she would just have anxiety attacks. Finally, she's okay without me being around. It's great. <laughs> so these four dogs, they make both a pact and a pack. Uh, yes. And, and nice. the pact. Nicely done. Yeah, thank you. The pact is <laughs> to find Reggie's home and help him bite Doug's dick off because it's Doug's favorite thing. (laughs) Yeah, Doug's favorite thing is his dick and and the the three dogs, you know, Bug, Maggie, and Hunter help Reggie realize that Doug doesn't love him. Mm -hmm. You know, they they help Reggie realize that he's a stray. He he is homeless and and he you know he doesn't have an owner and that's an okay thing he doesn't have to be Doug's because Doug is not worthy of Reggie Reggie is is worthy of so, such a much better owner out there for Reggie okay, yeah and yeah. uh and it, it's a good it's a good odyssey that that begins from there um uh-huh. not really no. um but <laughs> uh they, some of the yeah. things that odyssey include are they they do get I, I remember there's one scene where they get uh dog napped yeah. um you know the the uh dog catchers come and, and put yeah. them in a in a little like doggy the prison state funded dog nappers yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and uh the, they're in the prison and uh you know the keys are on the opposite side of a wall and hunter the great dane Oh is God. a very uh, well endowed dog. Apparently, it's it's a very well known <laughs> thing, and there is a solid like what felt like two to five minute scene. Yeah, of them trying to get Hunter hard so that he could stretch his penis across the hallway. And he's and got a thing a for Maggie, keys. so Maggie starts dirty talking to him, and it's just yeah. so fucking weird. And yeah, his dog yeah. dick does keep on getting bigger, and then they show you the real perspective of the hallway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and that five got a feet laugh. Away. I will admit, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that definitely got a laugh. Was where you see, you know, the realistically sized dog penis versus the realistically sized human hallway. Um, nowhere near getting those keys. But at the same time, that's this film's kind of humor. Yeah, it's and all like that—that's that, one of the—that's one of the many steps Plenty on this honesty. Oh god, that's it? yeah, that's next. That's in the very next. That's in the same scene actually, because when that plan fails. True. What else do they do now? How how do well, they get free? They, the, Reggie has the idea that when they come, when when there's plenty of poop in here, they come and they clean it. So he can. Oh yeah, because the dogs think they that humans use poop to make chocolate. <laughs> I think they use poop to make chocolate. Which the first time the joke was made, I I thought, okay, yeah, why are they calling? It makes sense. Poop? <laughs> makes sense uh, and you know do- and and according to this movie dogs love to eat poop too so yeah, they, exactly so it yeah. just makes sense yeah of course humans would want it yeah. why else uh, as you said why else would they be collecting it and where else would they be storing it yeah besides in the very abundant chocolate that is all around the world yeah, that they don't the let dogs have it's the same color okay anyhow uh yeah, I, what was I getting at? Oh yeah, so that he convinces all the dogs in the pound 
that they should t- just shit. And they line up yeah. in uniform rows and take a shit and, yep. s- and sit behind their shit. And uh, the guard who uh, is... Oh, shit. Oh, we gotta find him. It's, it's a very short role. And uh, it's an unfortunate was role it? because he has to roll in shit. Was it, oh, it's Brett Gelman. It's the Stranger <clears throat> Things guy. He comes and he's... Willie. Willie. <laughs> he's got apparently something with his dad. <laughs> oh, God. All, the jokes, about that. all of his jokes oh. were really funny, but like, did, like, didn't matter, obviously, to the plot. He was, he was painting a portrait of himself <laughs> nude. And he's like, Dad will really like this one or something like that. Uh, like we said, there were some legitimate laughs. <laughs> it's so stupid, it's though. It's so like, stupid, yes. Yes, it is. Yeah, I laughed, but I feel like a lot of my laughs were, like, more out of, like, embarrassment like, because I was why? watching it with you guys. Why is this like, happening? Where, yeah. <laughs> where I was just like, oh, I wish they hadn't made that joke. I just, I, I would rather not have heard that in this scenario. I wouldn't have, rather, I wouldn't have liked to hear it by myself either, uh, but, like. Oh, man. Okay, so one thing that was uh, worth watching and I wish became an actual subplot had to do with one dog named gus oh yeah now, yeah yeah now gus is voiced by josh gad who i know you are not a fan of but you like gus so that's that's fine i don't hate josh gad <laughs> I hate, uh uh olaf olaf yeah so I hate olaf uh, a lot anyhow gus <clears throat> is a narrator dog so apparently it's a common trait that dogs will just sit there and talk to themselves narrating what their masters are doing and they're like i'm pretty sure jamie fox is like fuck this guy stupid narrator guy nobody's fucking listening to you anyways (laughs) And, and gus is like i guess i guess the little bug dog was right and nobody is listening to this and nobody will ever know that my master is a serial killer (laughs) (laughs) while his master is like you know trying to be nice with this young lady oh man flirt with the lady at a carnival or something and i only spoil that like it's the only thing like not worth spoiling that that I mean that is worth keeping back. I mean, so since yeah. I don't recommend this movie, I don't. No, I I wanted to tell you about it because it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. That was the one joke. I I agree with you. I think that was the one joke that was good. That was the golden joke yeah. of the entire yeah. movie and they because it was so funny. That, that would have been a hilarious story. Like if Gus yeah. just if showed they had up, brought that back. Like if yeah. it was like a C-door storyline, you know. Like if Gus would just yep. be in the background, trotting behind his master, carrying a bag or something, just narrating. Like that would be hilarious. See, yeah, that would have. That's what a good screenwriter would have done. Yeah, and it's kind of funny that uh, that. Um, Hire me. I already forgot his name. Uh, the the last guy, John Hughes. 
Oh yeah, um, it's kind yeah. of funny that he chose not to put his name, like attach his name with that movie, mm-hmm. and yet this guy did. Like this is the kind of movie that you <laughs> would that don't. you would be like, you know, don't put my name on this one. You know, give me the money, but I don't want to be associated with this. You know, yeah, like because yeah. it's awful. Like the humor is so like we didn't even finish with uh, um, Brett Gelman. He goes in to clean up the dog poop. At the yeah. at the pound, uh, and and he like slips in the dog poop. He gets pushed into the dog poop. He gets covered in he he just gets absolutely covered in dog poop. Yeah, and it's like a five minute scene of it, and and it's and he chases no. them out. He, well, he like yeah. they all start escaping, and so he's chasing after after them, and then he's in the lobby covered in shit, and yeah, it, it, like, it makes a mess. And it's they disgusting. use every sound effect you can imagine. Yeah. Like yeah, it wasn't fun. And they went all that. in with the squelching and the the and the everything. It's it's not. It's not oh, good, and I so think we either. talked about no. it enough because, as we said at the end, um, Doug does get his dick bit off, and that's that's great and all, but there's more to it. It's and great. It's not fun. So yeah, let's do closing statements. I don't like it. It's, it's just awful, man. It's, it's, it's incredibly, it's, it's all low branch humor. Yeah. Um, yes, I laughed at times, but it wasn't, it it wasn't genuine. It wasn't making me feel good. It was more like, it was so absurdly stupid that, yeah, I had to laugh at it. Um, the, the one gold, golden joke we already talked about, that was good. That there's something there. You know, a good a good movie could do something with that and, and make it really hilarious. Yeah. But I I can't give it more than a star. Like, I hated it. I hated this experience. <laughs> the only good thing was being able to play a video game with you and then playing a board game afterwards with you and your wife. Like, yeah, that, that it, was the that, only good I mean, thing about the experience. Great, that part, yeah, I did yeah. enjoy it. So, uh, yeah. I agree with you. It was not very good. Um, yeah. But I did enjoy your company, so thanks for coming and watching with me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We got to watch four dogs piss on each other. Did we yes. mention that the dogs we, piss on each other? There's not. a whole scene of them pissing on, on yeah. each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. So, yeah. yeah, I give it a half a face. Despite the laughs, and there are some pretty good bits, I think there just was so much more that they could have done. That wasn't like literal slipping and shit, you know? Yeah. 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 That's bad humor. Yeah. We don't like that. We don't like it. And, and you could argue it's like, you know, it's like, because one of my issues with Dr. Doolittle a long time ago when I used to write my reviews and post them online, um, I wrote a review for Dr. Doolittle, the new one with Robert Downey Jr. Oh, right. And I mentioned how it pissed me off. Because it's stupid and it's an awful movie and there's a, a so many fart jokes and poopy jokes and everything and you know some random stranger on the internet commented on there and and I'm okay with critiquing mm-hmm. critics like that's sure. what we're here for you yeah. know come at us with your complaints I don't care like I want to hear them um, but it was funny because that person's like you do realize this movie was made for kids and I had to be like oh yeah I guess you know it is fart jokes it is for kids. All right, you know, you, random stranger on the internet, you are correct. Like, yes, that th- it is a poopy joke for kids. Yeah. Like, I should concede that it's not that awful of a movie just because it reached for the low fruits. This is rated R, 
Yeah. Strays is rated R. It ain't it ain't made for the kids. It's just bad humor. Yeah. Yeah. It's just dumb. But I got something a contort a retort for this person, and I think yeah. you know you're be- probably being the bigger person to admit that. That's fine. Oh, but, thank you. Uh, a retort to them <laughs> is that okay? But you're a lot of people used to think that we shouldn't be teaching our kids that that stuff is funny because it's <laughs> gross. <laughs> agreed <laughs> agreed and i even as a kid i didn't find that kind of stuff funny like my family my family is a very gassy family i'm a very gassy person and i will say yeah. that i have laughed at a good fart and i have too i definitely have yeah. and uh my family definitely enjoys their their good fart jokes and a fart joke can go, you know, above and beyond. Bad. Lighthouse, oh, the movie yeah. The Lighthouse with Robert, uh, directed by <laughs> Robert Eggers, has one of the best fart jokes yep. to this yep. day. It's great. That's how you do fart jokes. There's ways to do it. Um, they need no, to be strays, strays loses. They Beethoven to... wins. Yeah, definitely. I agree. And that's the show. Good night. <laughs> no. That's the show. <laughs> Choose classical over modern day. Yeah. We don't know how to do it. They knew how to do it back in the old days. <laughs> Thank you, John. Back in Hughes. Beethoven's time. You mean this movie wasn't written by Ludwig von Beethoven? <laughs> I thought it was a biopic. It was what a biopic. I, I love that dog what did I that could play the piano. <laughs> Yeah, I, right. I always thought the dog created all them operas and sonatas and stuff. Yeah. Sonatas. Yeah. I think he did one he opera. He did sonatas, right? Mist- he did sonatas, <laughs> yes. <laughs> sonatas? Sonatas. 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 No, sonatas. Sonatas. <laughs> Canada's. No! <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am the Green Traveler from Gorsh. Thank you for the torture, Mom. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> and I am this great... No, you're the Green Traveler. God damn it. Why do I always want ah, to do that? Yes. I am the Faceless Leon. And thank you, Dalma, for supporting us. And thank you for all our patrons' support. Uh, and, yes. you know, if you want to have a say, we'll see you down at patreon.com slash Faceless. Thank you so much for listening. Safe travels and good night. Green and Faceless on the Couch is a proud production of Fiction Works 19. Are you a fan of the show? Feel free to contact us at greenandfacelessfans at gmail.com or visit our Patreon page at patreon.com slash greenandfaceless. Don't forget to comment, like, and subscribe or rate us on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening.